Okay, guys, real treat on the podcast Sport Plus Life. Got a young player trying to make his way in the football game. Uh, this is about sort of sport and life, and this is a young man kind of entering um, adulthood in both, I suppose. Adji, first of all, thanks for speaking to us. Appreciate the time. I know you've got a bit of downtime, a little bit of a holiday after the England under-17s. Just introduce yourself, get your pronunciation of your name right, because hopefully for, for years to come, it's going to be a name that's, that's resonating around the, the living rooms of the, the country and the football fans. Uh, my name is Adji Bola Elise, um, 17 years old, and I play for West Ham as a centre-half. Yeah, you're a centre-half, a ball-playing centre-half, you described that. Do you, is that kind of yeah. how you fashion yourself? Yeah, I like to get on the ball, uh, play forwards, create attacks from the back, really. So what's your, what's your history with football? When did, you, when did you first get the football bug? Was it as a, as a kid, as a young lad? Yeah, for as long as I can remember, I've been playing. Yeah. I'm like five, six years old, that's when I first started playing for a team, and then... Sky by West Ham. I've been playing for them ever since. And is it was it a family thing? Were you was your family big into it as well before that? Did they set the culture? Was it on TV when you were really yeah. young? My dad watched a lot. My mum not as much, but yeah, my dad really got me into it. And who, what what teams your dad? Because you're sort of you're London raised, were you? So what what team was your dad following? Uh, my dad sports Newcastle. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah, not sure why, but yeah, I support Arsenal. Brilliant. Fair enough. Well, maybe get the move. To, maybe you have to keep that quiet when you uh, if you come through next season. But that's, that's all good stuff. Um, what's your, is your family heritage? Is it Nigerian? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So both my parents were born in Nigeria and moved over to England. Good stuff. Um, so with the Wilfred Zaha situation comes up, would you go through play for the England senior team? Have you got the chance? You think? Um, I'm not sure. Not sure yet. Whatever happens, but I'd like to play for England. Yeah, well, good stuff. Well, I hope you uh, the success all the way through. What's it like being a footballer at this stage of your career? Because obviously you've had a lot of success in terms of playing for England under 17s. You just lost to the Netherlands on a, on a penalty shootout. Um, but you're still trying to get that, that kind of first team appearance at West Ham United. Is it, is it for you a mental challenge at the moment, a technical, a physical challenge? How do, how do you see the situation? Um, it's a good challenge, like trying to become a footballer because you're working harder than like a lot of your age mates but at the same time you do need to balance and have your off time and whatnot. Yeah. so it is a mental challenge at the same time What is that like with friends and everything because everyone remembers being 16, 17 and you have that kind of excitement people having parties things like that is it, and I suppose it's more serious now with the physical side of football people mm. talk about sleep and getting rest and, and not drinking and things like that is it, is it difficult sometimes sort of having to say no to, to friends? Yeah so a lot of the time during the season I'll just stay at home yeah. But when I do get off time, I'll try and see them. But when I do get off time, they're still in school. So yeah, it works out a bit weird, but we still keep in touch. And they're still in school. Are you still studying as part of the programme as well? Because I know the, the agency we're, we're in sort of today, CSM and uh, PlayerWorks, you, kind of, you, you are uh, encouraged to keep your studies up. Yeah, at the club we do BTEC Sport and MVQ in Sport. Yeah, oh, good stuff. So you kind of got, another, you got parallel careers there, potentially still in sport as well. Yeah. What's um what's the the most fun? Do you retain the fun part? I guess because for us, even as a journalist, when I go down to I don't know Chelsea's training ground at Cobham or or West Ham's or Spurs or or wherever, you get that kind of feeling of just oh, these these guys get to play football for a living. I know it's different than that, but do you still retain that joyful aspect of it of, of being able to play football every day. Um, I think sometimes it goes when like things aren't going your way, but you still do have to keep the fun element of it. Because that is why you started playing football in the first place. Yeah, and is that, is that important in a way to, to progressing, I suppose, because you don't want to overthink stuff and get too too stressed out by, by trials or, or coaches' opinions and things like that? Yeah, I think if you're enjoying playing and having fun, then ultimately you end up playing better, I think. Yeah. It's like and, a weight off your shoulders, kind of. 
How do you deal with, with other people's opinions? Because I suppose with coaches, obviously, they have an influence because they'll select you for a team and potentially progress you up the ranks. But I guess if there's a coach that, for, for some reason, all of us have this at work, you know, or someone doesn't like you or, or whatever, you, you kind of have to, to ride with that. How do you deal with that? Is it important to keep a, a sense of self-belief away from, from everyone else? Yeah, you have to, obviously, you have to listen to what other people are saying because it can help you. Other people's feedback may be different from your own, but ultimately you have to, like, reflect on yourself and have your own beliefs as, as how good you are as a player. What's the team spirit amongst guys, obviously, at West Ham and I suppose other teams you've been involved in at, at this level because it's essentially you're competing with each other as well as, as being teammates at the, at the youth level. Is there still a, is there a good spirit amongst everyone despite the fact that you're, I guess, vying for, for that progression? Yeah, the way, like, the team is, you wouldn't think, like, we're fighting against each other to play. <laughs> like, we're all mates and, yeah. What do you, what's the difference between the guys who, who stand out at this level? Is it the most skillful players or is it those that, that have the mental side to it? Do you think the, the belief and the, I suppose, confidence in themselves or those that maybe can retain a sort of sense of being relaxed when they, when they play? I think confidence is a big thing. The players who are more confident usually are the better players, but also the players who are more consistent because like, at this level, everyone's good enough to be playing it, but it's about consistency whether you do it every day in training and every week in matches and te- technique wise as well it's a big thing do you, do you feel like it's a different era now isn't it it seems that, that in England and the academies now there's a lot more emphasis on you call yourself a ball playing centre half do you think there's a lot more sort of emphasis on that from what you've seen with the way you're trained it's not sort of like doggies over hills and long runs and stuff like that yeah. there's a lot less like running and stuff it's more technique make sure your pass is right like where you play the pass and stuff like that and it's interesting with centre-halves as well, isn't it? Because it, I suppose 15, 20 years ago, it used to be just sort of like, you know, if in doubt, get it out, Rose Ed kind of stuff. Is it, is it, there's a lot more emphasis, particularly, I suppose, at West Ham, there'd be a change of manager and people would maybe suspect that Manuel Pellegrini would want to, to play a passing game throughout the, the club and the different teams. Is it, is it paramount to sort of be able to just get your head up and play? Yeah, I think if you can play, it's good, obviously, because you're keeping possession, you're not giving the ball away, but at the same time, you need to know when there's danger, like not to take risks at the same time. But yeah, yeah, that's most, that's the worst feeling as a defender, isn't it? If you try and overplay and someone just goes straight through on yeah. goal, it is good. It, well, you do need to know when to like clear your lines and whatnot. We've got a World Cup coming up for the um, the men's senior team, and sort of expectations probably the lowest it's been for a while. But do you feel that when you're around the England youth camps, because obviously you've been success at, at different age groups, there is there a sense there's momentum coming up now through in maybe sort of five six years there'll be a a realization of that in the in the adult team. Yeah, that is like one of our goals. That like in the next few World Cups we can push on, and in a few years' time we can win the World Cup. Um, I think there is a good like vibe around the England squads at the minute. There's loads of very good players coming through, and they think we can win. Any other players other than yourself that you think we should watch out for from the England and the 17s potentially to to break through in the next few years? And I don't want to put the kibosh or the jinx on them. Um, um, I'd say Arvin Apaya at Forest he's a very good tricky left footed player yeah um, Curtis Jones at Liverpool he's a very good player as well what position does Curtis play? left wing left wing yeah and you're a lefty yourself as well so you've got so that's, but that's a big asset isn't it being left left sided yeah um, as a centre half it's good because there's not as many left footed centre halves so to be able to play on the left and being left footed it's different to most do you have a role model growing up, a player that you, you watched and looked at and thought maybe I'd like to try and emulate some of, some of his, his style of play? 
uh, well, my two favourite players are Varane and Ramos. So they're playing together. So. <laughs> what, did you, what did you think of Ramos at the weekend? Did you, did you yeah, think it was a bit, um, neat, a bit, of, bit of underhanded tactics or do you think he, he was all, sure. all accidental? Accidental, I'd say. Yeah. But what do you like about him? Just the fact that he, he sort of delivers in the big, yeah. big moments. He knows. He's, his mental side of the game is fantastic. Like, he knows what to do with the ball all the time. And he's a great defender. Is that kind of epitomises Real Madrid team, I suppose, that he, he leads that team and that they seem to sort of just, in the big moments, keep their calm, keep their composure and, mm. and almost play the game and not, not the occasion, which I guess every footballer's trying to do. Yeah, it's true, because like, winning the Champions League three years in a row like, has never been done before, so it shows that there's something different about the team. Yeah. I think Ramos being a leader of that team, it shows. Good stuff. Um, yeah, not too bad players, Ramos and Varane, to be fair, at Real Madrid. Would you, could, you, could you imagine yourself playing abroad? Would you like, like that challenge, do you think? Cause it's, it's, I kind of, we're talking before with your agent, it's getting increasingly common for, for players to, to make that move. Um, I could see myself playing abroad. I think it'll be a different challenge, but something I'd look forward to, yeah. Yeah, just the culture, maybe learning different yeah. language and things. Yeah, learning a new language would be fun. How would the next, you know, I know these things, you never know when they're going to kind of make breakthroughs and things, but how would the next sort of season for you, what would be the ideal 2018-19 in terms of, of how it pans out? Um, so for me, it'd be like play consistently with West Ham 23s, um, train regularly with the first team and maybe making an appearance on the bench for the first team. Yeah. When you get into those, obviously the West Ham fans passionate, but can sometimes be a little bit judgmental. Do you, do you sort of mentally prepare yourself for for that time when you come to come to the first team and the and the pressures that come with it, or is it or is it a case of not thinking about the pressure and just playing like it's any other game, not not reading blogs and opinions uh, and all that kind of stuff and back pages? Um, I think it'd be better if you don't read all of that. If I just like get on with the game. Yeah. Yeah. But West Ham fans will be behind. Do you think that local aspect of being a Londoner is a big? Is it, crying out for that really at the moment aren't they at West Ham like they were looking for the next player to come through the academy and like lead the team for the next 10 years yeah because Mark Mark Noble's been there a while holding that holding that up Um, I wanted to ask you because we met actually a a, a sort of um, a conference with Gary Vaynerchuk who was in London and he was giving you ideas and some other young players about social media and and documenting the process because there's people out there are fascinated because a lot of us are frustrated you know football players or sports people would love to have made it what's your sort of aspect on that publicity side of it and social media do you interact with it Um, I think it can be good and bad like it's good to have social media just to like post pictures and like interact with fans but at the same time you don't want to post bad stuff that could come back and haunt you or like a ranty tweet about yeah, yeah. like we've seen it all happen in the news yeah so I think as long as you're sensible like there's nothing wrong with it just take a deep breath and count to ten before you do anything and don't yeah. don't fire anything where can people find you if they do want to sort of follow your career um, Instagram Adji Elise uh, and that's it Most yeah and Elise is A-L-E-S-E isn't it yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Um, and just away from this, what, what, how do your family see your football career? What they like about it? Are they, are they relaxed? Are they sort of, you know, because some families can be quite pressurising, can't they, about wanting their son or daughter to be a star? Well, my mum and dad, they're like, they're really relaxed about it. They just like make sure you enjoy whenever you play and do your best, and that's what you can do. Brilliant. Well, actually, I really appreciate you speaking to us as well. I wish you the, the best of luck at West Ham this season in England under 17s. Quick thought on the England before you go, the England senior team at the World Cup. What do you think? Because I know you've got a bad recent experience of, of penalty shootouts. Surely it's not going to be that way again for the, the top team. I reckon a quarter final at least. Yeah, yeah, confident. Well, there's no expectation, which is nice, isn't it? It can be a pleasant surprise. Thank you, mate.